Hello. Welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 CDC fam. So we're just picking up in this conversation where we left off in the last conversation. So I hope you enjoyed part one and part two, we're just going to get right into it. So if you have not listened to part one, you may want to go back and listen to part one because you may be lost just a little TT. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy part one and we're just going to get right into part two. Let go. And not this is not a question for you. This is for the uh, listeners. Are you willing to be vulnerable enough to allow somebody new who comes into your life to provide you that opportunity to break? There's with no stipulations, nothing uh, of that to have a full on emotional release if that's what you need to have a full vent session if that's what you need this can be a friend this can be a, a lifetime partner it could just i i would never say co-workers them motherfuckers be messy <laughs> but someone that you feel as though building a intimate relationship with uh, are you willing to uh, intimate allow your friend though well non-sexual intimacy uh, in terms of so a friend i think uh, sometimes yeah. that's how bonds with friends are created that trust mm-hmm. because you were in a vulnerable moment that person may have walked up on you and you were going through something or you know you had a something very particular going on and that person was there for you mm. and it created a bond and a trust um, between you guys. So that's why I feel like a regular relationship, friendship, et cetera, is different from an intimate partner or our, our intimate relationship. I feel like we're stricter as far as trust on an intimate partner than we are mm-hmm. on a friend. And there's different levels of intimacy um, outside of just being someone that you may have sex with or because you can have uh, like cuddle buddies this is can be this can be somebody that you have absolutely no intentions of no intentions of having sex but i like how you feel next to me yeah so we just don't listen i, I, went through, I ain't gonna say this whole phase but i went through this little phase <laughs> where you know i was seeing several people because how these people say now nah, i was outside but yes. i was not having sex with everybody because i don't share my pussy like that mm-hmm. but i would go to this dude house and we would literally like he used to like the cooking shit I love it. They get over just so you know it's going to be good. And we literally would just chill out. He'll cook. We'll chill out. And we'll fucking cuddle. And we'll cuddle. And that was the, like the sweetest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's like I was using him like, but instead of using him for his dick, I was using him for the cuddle. Like that. It, and it was crazy because it just be like, okay, see you later. Like, Yeah, but that that but feel it, the need that you needed at that moment. It, but you know what it did? It developed. It did develop a level of trust between us because I felt like I can come to you and I can get that. But you don't ask no questions. 
that's that's almost like like you say a cuddle partner it's the difference in having a sex partner you don't ask no questions you know i just need my back blown out you know how to do it get it to me let's move the fuck on let's get this out and we could we trust each other enough to know that we're both clean we both safe you know what i'm saying we come we get shit done we fuck shit up and we move mm. around <laughs> <laughs> that's a bus right so but even with that with being on subject with trust I feel like that does require a certain level of trust Mm because I'm not just going to come into your space and give that to you. You know, like me and a a man, they ain't going to admit that shit, but they probably need that shit too. Men do need it. Because when you're single, sometimes you don't want to necessarily want to be out there having sex, but it's something about having a touch Mm -hmm. and the connection and the company of the opposite sex. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it may be that type of thing. And I even, I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up men and most definitely when it comes to trust, a lot of men do not trust their sexual partners. They do not trust their most definitely heterosexual relationships because they've been hurt before in terms of, oh, I like this uh, person so much and I want to finally get to a point where I can open up to them uh, because we Black men, most definitely in this country, are raised to not feel emotions. We are raised to not. And I think that's bullshit. I think have listen. Have I just told you, like Sterling Brown on This Is Us, people. (laughs) Sterling right now is my fucking celebrity crush because he is so fucking emotional. Like he is so open with his emotions, and that attracts me for some reason. Not the fact that he cried all the goddamn time, but that, you know, sometimes <laughs> they come to foot with him. But the fact that he can sit down and have a conversation with you and tell mm-hmm. you exactly how he's feeling. Like, rather you, you don't have to cry, but it's attractive to me. And it's a certain level of trust when a man can mm-hmm. sit there. That's the shit I be need. Like, even if you my friend, I want you to be able to open up. I feel like I should be that for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to come to me and talk to me. And oh, you ain't finna tell me shit about Sterling. <laughs> but at the same motherfucking time, he'll piece a nigga up if he need to piece a nigga up about you. You know, mm-hmm. you're not finna fuck with his family. He's a good provider. <sighs> Let's not talk about him. <laughs> she is going in. <laughs> She's feeling some type of way. She hot. And I don't even do. I don't even do dark skin men. I think he changing my perspective. I'm mean, maybe I've been going at it the wrong way. Want niggas that's paper sack brown and lighter like. I need maybe I need to get me old chocolate. Get you some of that chocolate. Get you some of that. Chocolate. <laughs> oh god, damn. maybe they more vulnerable or some shit. But uh-huh. listen. Right now, at this point, we're almost an hour in, so I don't know what you got to do, but the conversation is great. I will keep going if you want to keep going. I'm but down. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to Dr. Vernon T. Scott. I'm not talking to therapist Vernon Scott. I'm not talking to life coach Vernon T. Scott. I'm talking to Vernon Scott, the man. Mm-hmm. What does someone have to do to earn your trust? So I'm a, I automatically go into situations being willing to be trusted and well, trusting others. Uh, and because of that, I often get hurt or I often uh, get blindsided by somebody who might violate that trust. Um, but to truly gain my trust uh, is to be willing to communicate with me and talk about 
what is bothering you? What is really hurting you? Because if you constantly tell me nothing's wrong or um, there's no issues, that's that tends to lessen how much I trust you. I give people that 100% open space. And as time goes and it dwindles less and less and less, and by the time we're at 85, 75, at this point, I'm looking for other situations. I'm looking for other people I can spend my time with. I'm looking for other people who are able to communicate better because at this point, you're not willing to let me in uh, and you're not willing to uh, move forward. And with me, since I'm a very consent forward person, I know it takes time to get anyone to open up or even communicate because a lot of people are maneuvering through this life, channeling the hurt that they've been um, given or the traumas that they've uh, experienced. So I always live that leave that space for for that. But whenever you're acting a certain way that is different from how we've been communicating prior where there's a change yes. in action. I want to talk about that. What's going on? What's Ex bothering you? That's me too. That's me too. Because I'm the type of person, even if we text regularly, like mm -hmm. I know when your tone change, I know when your tone changing and I feel some type of way. If you feel like you can trust me enough to put your dick in me, or to mm. put your mouth on my pussy mm. but you don't trust me enough to talk to me like what the fuck is that about right <laughs> what like what is that i definitely feel some way about that because at the end of the day if it's just sexual with us then that's cool but if you want to say you're my friend whether we getting busy or not if you're my friend it's my responsibility it is a friend's responsibility to listen support and uplift a friend and uplifting don't mean i have to give you some good old encouraging words sometimes you just need to get shit off your chest mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to talk about it and yeah. that brings me to the point because i'm a woman and you're a man so the fact that you go into a situation trusting is very surprising to me for not only being a man, but being a black man, because my experience, and I only miss with black people, let's just be clear. <laughs> but my it's, experience, it's delicious the, over here. <laughs> my experience with a black man is they deflect all their past experiences on their, on their current experiences. Like, mm -hmm. even if we're just friends, you you deflect that shit on me like you're not finna talk to me because you've been hurt by another fucking woman or because another woman delay they go into the shit like that right so like if we friends and the shit start off just fun and fruity like we just we hang out a little bit we drink together a little bit we may go to dinner and we cool we just cool on that type of level like we vibe the vibes are so fucking good and we vibing so bam cool we throw sex in that shit because it's some sexual tension and we grown and we want to fuck <laughs> right we throw yes. sex in that thing so then after that we both busy and we got shit going on schedules crazy but every now and then pam we we gonna get together we definitely gonna have sex but we definitely gonna just be together and enjoy the vibes the positive vibes with each other so you don't feel like me personally and i'm asking you from a black man because as a black woman i feel like is your friend even though we did go there, I feel like my, as a friend, I'm the type of friend I'm concerned about your mental health. Right. Mm -hmm. 
because I understand the importance of mental health. So on the subject of trust, because that's what we're talking about today, you don't trust me enough to talk to me about what's going on with you. No, even if you're not telling me specific details about hell, because to be honest, if we're not together together, you're not my partner. You're not my man. You single. I'm single, but we still good friends and we get together. We vibe. We fucking whatever else we do. You feel OK with sticking your dick in me, but you don't feel OK with talking to me about what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Why? For I don't a lot get of that. Black men, Why? It's, it's, it's because. um most definitely if you have someone who has not dealt with the traumas or the hurt that they had past, they automatically go to that person who violently violated them. That person Yeah, but who, I didn't violate you. So to me, it's not I about feel like you I know it's not. I know it's not. So mm-hmm. my question is at some point, even though you you blocking me from a trauma that you've been through, but I feel like you can't get over that trauma because you're not giving anyone else the opportunity. You will never trust me in our friendship. Let's talk about that trust since we talk, that go that mm-hmm. word, trust. So you don't trust me enough in our friendship to talk to me. Even if you're not giving me specific details about your situation, because it may be about another woman, you don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough to talk to me about that. But I'm the type of person, I won't know every fucking thing. If mm-hmm. I'm dealing with you and you're dealing with other women, I really don't give a fuck about them. You my friend. If I trust you enough to go there with you, I want you to trust me enough to talk to me openly about it. Mm-hmm. Like you may be like, oh, I miss with this or a couple of other people. I don't care about the details. Like leave the deets out. <laughs> Let's talk about you and your mental health because I don't want to know how you sticking your dick and hunting all that. No, we're not doing it. But mentally, especially you got a high stress job. Mm-hmm. And you doing, you know, you, what are you doing? Cause me, if I had a partner and I wasn't like single and I had a partner or a husband or a boyfriend or somebody, I'm saying you're the person that I'm going to, because at the end of the day, I should trust you enough as my partner to be my relief from life. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So as your friend, I may not give you as much as I would give somebody else, but I at least trust you enough to talk about a situation. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing about it. Regardless of how much trust another person is giving them, uh, giving us, uh, just in the general sense, regardless of how often we talk to them, how often we speak to them, we're just still stuck in that one moment because we're told we need to swallow our pain. We're told that we should not talk about it. We are told that we shouldn't uh, vocalize our hurt because you have to be a man. Men don't talk about this. Men don't uh, speak of those things. And you need another man to be there to tell them that it's okay because a man is made up of a whole lot of different things. Like there's been men don't talk to their friends because they don't want to be seen as pussy or weak. So hold on, Vernon. mm -hmm. Make sure I need Dr. Vernon T. Scott on the mic right now. Mm -hmm. Because what is your advice to the black male? that has this hurt and this pain that they harboring that they talk to no one about. Now, let me tell you, I, I, I don't know if God has this in my cards. I don't have a doctor certification or anything, but I do have a human service in the psychology. I've studied a lot of psychology. So in my studies, I've learned that you should talk to somebody, even if it's just a random ass therapist, but is that the advice that Dr. T Vernon T Scott would give to the male? Oh, definitely. I will always 
advice to talk to a therapist because there's a lot of hurt processing that uh, a black man has to go through to unpack all of the misinformation, the miseducation, the socializations that uh, indoctrination that we've um, been subjected to uh, most definitely here in the U.S. You you have to unpack that in a healthy way, a safe environment. And the only thing is that we don't know what a safe environment looks like because we haven't had the opportunity to see what that is. Uh, and uh, even when it does come to ther therapy spaces, you can have a, a Black man in front of you for three sessions before you even get them to say one word to you because we even tell that mental health is a bad thing. Like going to therapy, it, it means you're crazy. You're not crazy. You're just working on the same way that you're working towards building your body up, you have to use that same effort to build your mind up. That's why it's important to go to therapy. That's why it's important to talk about these key things. That's why it's important to vocalize your hurt because once you do put that out there, once you do start talking about it, things become a lot easier. You're oh. no longer uh, filled with adrenaline. You're no longer yes. in that space. You're no yes. longer hurting on a regular basis because you were able to finally let that go. And that's how you grow. That's how you be more successful. That's how you be a lot more happy in this world because you let that hurt go. And I think that's why, I think that's why I'm single <laughs> because, Whoa. okay, because, okay, trust, we back on this word. Mm -hmm. I don't trust a lot of people and the people that I trust, I feel like I can't move forward because they give me that comfort. You just made me realize that because I'm a type of person, I need to get shit off my chest. Mm -hmm. People, when you're the strong one, cause I'm the strong one in my family. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you're the strong one, you have to have friends and relationships that understand and that accommodate that, that you feel safe in that space to be able to release mm -hmm. that. Now, different people get different things. Everybody don't get everything from me, if that yeah. makes sense. So I'm not saying for me, I feel like, I don't feel like you should be the person that go around telling everybody every motherfucking thing but you still should be able to have a certain level of trust to where you can be completely yourself. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, Oh my God, I will pull back Kings. A lot of them don't feel comfortable in that space. They don't feel comfortable enough to go somewhere and have a drink with their friend, whether it be male or female and be like, you know what? I feel fucked up today. I just mm -hmm. had a really bad day. And I personally feel like that's okay. I don't know if it's from my training. I, I, but you it's acting okay. fucked up with people. So we know <laughs> that something's going on. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, why don't you trust the people in your circle enough to be able to say that? Right. And, and it seems, it seems like the simplest shit, but I'm not saying tell it to the world because you may have that one person that you can text and be like, what you doing? I'm having a bad fucking day. Call me. I need to talk. Right. Like I used to, when I was in higher ed, uh, doing like, uh, when I was a resident, um, uh, hall director, uh, and I used to sit with students and have conversations with them. And I will always bring up the concept of who, who's in your circle of friends. Why is it that the people that you surround yourself with uh, are the people who only like to party that you can't talk to? Mm -hmm. 
And why, why do you call that? them a friend? I don't. Right. I do not <laughs> lose that. I do not use that word loosely. Right. If I say you, my friend, I feel like we're on a different level. Mm-hmm. I do like, not I trust you enough to be myself. Correct. All the to time, completely right. be myself, and I and and I expect you to accept me for who I am. No mm-hmm. judgment. Now, no judgment. I do expect you to be open and honest with me because we're not going to always agree. If you need to check me, motherfucker, check me. Child, we live for a friend who checks a motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Check me, boo. Now, it don't mean I'm going to fucking listen to you. I ain't going to get goddamn mad. But be confident enough in our friendship and our bond to know that it's okay to speak truthfully to me. Mm-hmm. So before, before we end this, I just feel like people do not realize. I want people to realize that trust is such a vital component in any relationship, any relationship, if you want it to be successful. Now, I want you to name, give me three or four things that you feel like um, having trust in a relationship can affect. (laughs) Trust in the relationship can uh, affect your sex life. Definitely you your sex, cuz you ain't and you ain't get no cutty if you ain't my buddy and I don't mm-hmm. trust you. No, 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 no. Oh sorry. um in terms of friendship, oh it, it 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 impacts your mental health. Um, because if you cannot even trust yourself, then you're just gonna be spiraling. Um right. and a lot of people who do have to gain well allow themselves to trust themselves mm-hmm. um what else uh oh it definitely impacts your communication level um if you're not willing to be open to your friends be uh, willing to be open to your parents open to your partner you'll just your relationships will never grow mm-hmm. um what else um trust <laughs> it's three so if you want to stop you can stop oh, okay okay because i'm so, thinking as you as you speak i'm looking at my notes and the very first thing and i don't know if it's just me because these are my notes that i wrote myself mm-hmm. so the very first thing that i wrote down because i put i because i wanted to get where your head was with that from a male perspective mm-hmm so I know that I'm a very sexual person, so I don't know if this, but the very first thing I wrote in lack, cause my notes say lack of trust leads to that, 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 that. And I just listed some things. So my very first thing is lack of intimacy mm-hmm. where there is little trust in a relationship. Intimacy tends to decrease. Mm-hmm. Now, not saying that I distrust you to the point that I feel like, you're cheating on me because people think if I'm in a relationship with you and I don't trust you, I feel like you're cheating on me. They don't understand that that trust in a relationship as it comes to intimacy is I'm trusting myself with you that I can be completely open and comfortable and free with you. That's how I look at it. Mm. And so emotionally, if I can't trust you emotionally, because I, Listen, if you can trust a person emotionally, it makes the intimacy bond stronger. Mm-hmm. And if the intimacy is in place, then everything else is going to fall into place. 
because mm-hmm. it's just the way that that person makes you feel like I've promised to God to this day, the intimacy level I've, I have with a friend that I, we had to be friends. Like I've never is unmatched. The only person that matches a person I actually was going to get married to. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's unmatched. So that opens up a whole new can of worms for you. If it's an intimate relationship, then to me, if we on that level and I trust you like that, I'll bet some motherfucking off. <laughs> what they, what they say? You what? You want to lick what? Rose toes and booty hoes. <laughs> <laughs> and look, because I trust you that much that you're gonna take care of me. It's like, oh, okay, then she mm-hmm. that's and that's what you want to do. <laughs> oh, and to even add on to that, um, for heterosexual men uh, who are into uh, women uh, with vulvas, uh, just to be technical. Uh, okay, if you Dr. did not Burnett. know this, <laughs> if you didn't know this, um, the women that if you allow yourself to trust the women, the woman that you love, and they trust you, when it comes to sex and you want to do some kinky shit. Yeah, it's like I'll the kink. Talking. The more that they trust you, the kinkier that they are willing to be. Period. With you. Because they feel safe with you. Mm-hmm. They feel safe with you as a woman, and I'm agreeing with Doctor Vernon T. Because that was Doctor Vernon T. coming through. <laughs> but I'm agreeing with you because as a woman, the more the safer I feel with you, the more I trust you. It's like all bits are fucking off. That's mm-hmm. why people don't understand. And I'm going to go back to this. People don't understand that in the Bible, you are supposed to honor thy husband and thy wife. That God was telling you, baby, when you with your husband or your wife, all bets are off. Just because some people think, and I would just touch on this because, you know, I do believe in putting God first and all that I do. Mm-hmm. Some people feel like it's unholy to do this or to do that, to do this or do that. If you married, it's nothing unholy between you and your husband. Now, if you out here fornicating and doing all this, is is me being the type of person that believe I should put God first and all that I do, and that's including sex. I can trust you so much, but I feel like it's just only certain things. I'm I I think it's still gonna be certain things off limit because you're not my husband. Mm. Some things I need to save that sacredy for my husband. I want my husband to be like I'm the only person that I you're the only person I allow that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have some people that's out here and it ain't no knock towards them because some people just out here living life. They want to try. But for me and mine, that's just where I'm at with it. But some people, <laughs> they they that's how they feel. So I'm going to go on to the next thing. So my next thing is I had on my list was negativity. Because when you feel wrong by your partner. Your friend or your friend, you seem to fixate on on feelings of negativity because they made you feel a type of way. So then the consequence of that is withdrawal. You tend to withdraw from them. And sometimes you get angry, but you definitely withdraw and you start to handle things differently. Mm. You're right. Oh, (laughs) this was one of the things. Go ahead. <laughs> that that um like a lot of people do focus on the negativity. Uh, like even when you think about like a review, you can have 17, 18, 20 uh, reviews. All of them said all wonderful of them say, things. Oh yes. 
that one negative and that thing one negative thing on. that she makes a, i'm gonna give you an example about mine i have so many people leading reviews oh my god like i love this podcast it's so open and honest this and this and i had one person that say the topic was good the conversation was good but i couldn't get past the language bitch Ooh. i said open honest and raw <laughs> like, right. i almost went back in my description and put not for the verbally sensitive bitch mm. you sensitive you know of a bitch being ratchet and raw they gonna cuss yes i just so happen to cuss a lot <laughs> like a sailor <laughs> you know like when they say stop cussing fuck 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 it fuck 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 it fuck fuck fuck, fuck. <laughs> but so yeah so for me this is me and and it kind of gives you because the next thing um that i put is insecurity if you have lack of trust for the person, then it usually tends to you being insecure in the relationship. Mm-hmm. If you don't trust the person completely, then, and I, my example to this is when it comes down to friendships, let's talk about a general friendship. Mm-hmm. I have friends and I'm grown. I think I would literally be an exhibitionist. Like I would Ooh. be an exhibitionist. I would, because I don't really give a fuck. I'm fat, you know, I'm fat. The niggas that love me, love me for me. They don't give a fuck about all that. They work with it. And that's what we doing. Now, I ain't tell you this, but I'm on I'm on this little health journey now, child. <laughs> I'm on this little health journey. I so see. I'm exercising and shit just because I'm 45 and I'm a grandmother. And I've had so many deaths in my family recently. And one of my favorite cousins in the world, if you ever listened to the show, um, um it was my very first show talking about who I was where I come from coming Mm -hmm. from my cousin she's had a stroke and it completely changed her and her personality and I just I just want to be healthier so anyway I get that um my other favorite cousin he was actually on the show as well he's lost his father so it's just and he always tell me health is wealth health is wealth so yeah we moving on so I'm trying to get my shit together in that department but it's it's for health purposes it's not for nobody else purposes so Mm -hmm. I'm not insecure. Like if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. But you have friends that are so insecure in their body. For me, it's hard for me to get that. I have people that's real skinny. They be like, I ain't let nobody see me because of my rib showing. Uh, people be so particular about shit. I'm getting naked in front of any motherfucking body. Mm-hmm. If you my friend, nine times out of ten, a regular friend, you done seen my ass. Because if you at my house and I'm in the shower, getting out the shower, and we going somewhere together and I'm not quite dressed, yeah if we traveling and you walk in my room and i'm getting dressed i'm not covering up or running to the bathroom stop you a woman you done seen ass titties pussy and all that right mm-hmm. and if i fuck with you <laughs> fuck with you i let me i'm gonna stop acting like this but if i'm <laughs> if i'm intimate with you mm-hmm. you intimate. know what you know what it is too right you definitely know what the fuck it is because you'd be mm-hmm. all through them motherfucker because, uh, right <laughs> right so guess what you definitely gonna see it but boot ass naked you gonna get you gonna get the sagging titties my titties once they brought come off these motherfuckers be they flopping you know what? what I'm saying? You want it in your mouth, you're going to have to hold it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> I mean, good. When I lay over to the side, it's going to flop over there too with this belly and all this shit. So it's just about why. But if a person don't trust you, let's go back to this subject. Trust. Mm-hmm. If you don't trust a person, you're not going to be open enough to do that. You're not going in, in some people are not being able to trust your partner or your friend completely leads to insecurity. 
And even with insecurities, uh, this is just a, a note for anybody out there who's dealing with them. Just recognize that your insecurities come from other people. Love yourself, figure out who you are, and that, let that shit go because that it, it don't have <laughs> it, it, your insecurities affect you, but they really don't have shit to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's from the the um, feedback. Oh, excuse me, hiccup. And sometimes it's actually just from trauma, like people in their family. You know what I'm saying? They they mm-hmm. try to oh, I, every day. I I'm I I have a huge family, but I just thank God that the people in my family we never projected that on each other. Mm. We never. I'm blessed to that was never like everybody in my family, whether they're size seven or whether they're size ten or whether they're size fucking twenty two, like my big ass. You know they twenty two, twenty four. They feel like shit. I'm fine regardless. Goddamn, mm-hmm. I look good regardless. I'm a catch regardless, and I'm happy for that i i i'd feel like that but the next thing and you touched on this in your subject but it's just crazy to think of how going down my list versus your list depression and anxiety Mm. if there is little trust in your relationship or your friendship it's definitely going to cause some levels of anxiety if not depression because you're going to be anxious when you get around that person. You're not going to be comfortable. You're not going to be able to relax and be yourself. That's why it ain't good to be fake around your friends. Because now mm-hmm. you got to figure out how you're going to put this persona on. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how I'm going to change. How I'm going to change what I'm doing. You can't. That's constantly worrying. Oh, is is uh, is he or she out here cheating on me? Who are they with? What are you doing? Uh, what time are you supposed to be home? Um, you were supposed to be here five minutes ago, but you're not here. What's going on? Are you with that other person like that? Right. All of that right. is rooted in insecurity. That's also anxiety. And that also leads to depression. <laughs> right. And so I listed this separately, but I don't know why, because I think you also touched on it, but you touched on it touched on it under your depression and anxiety but I listed de-stress and fear because Mm. if you are if you can't trust your partner it contributes to mental distress being emotionally distressed sometimes it can be physical you know what I'm saying so Mm. it does cause that and fear because if you don't trust them then of course you're scared and it's going to cause anxiety because that's just what the human body does. Yes. So I, just because I'm just such a detailed person, I listed those separately, but they definitely could have fallen in the description with the depression and anxiety because you did touch on that. So we on the same page with that. The other thing I think I listed that you did not list though is loneliness. Mm. When you feel like you can't trust someone in your life. You are bound to experience feelings of loneliness because you're going to continuously isolate yourself. Now, amp that up. I, if you don't trust your friends enough to trust them with your feelings, you're not going to want to be around them. So you're going to be lonely. You, they, I don't know. Maybe they friends. We, when you go somewhere, I meet you somewhere. We had a come event together. We get together and that's just what it is. That's the type of friendships that you have, but you don't completely trust them. Now let's slap it up another lot notch in your relationship. You can lay next to your partner. And if you don't trust them to talk to them, to be completely open and honest with them, 
y'all sometimes be laying in the bed you know what i think about when i think about shit like that because i'm the type of person a lot of times if i'm with a person i'm a conversationalist Mm -hmm. because of my need for intimacy my love language is communication communication is definitely one of my love love languages Mm -hmm. so are we gonna talk we gonna how the fuck you in the bed with somebody and y'all have how are you in the same room with somebody and y'all don't have a conversation you know Mm. now if we being completely honest about being grown sometimes you are in situations where you don't need conversation i just need you to hold me i just need you to be in the moment with me i need you to just trust that (laughs) that word did you that fucking word again dr vernon t that That word again but uh, if you don't trust them it can cause loneliness when mm-hmm. when when you go to your partner's house if y'all don't stay together or if you're married and you stay together and you go home you should look forward to going home in the evening or you should look forward to you going to your partner's house or your partner coming over to you because it's your time up to me it's my time of comfort it's my time where this person feel like i'm the most important person in the world to them so they want to make sure that mentally I'm good. And I need to make sure that mentally they're good. So when you've had a rough day or you going through shit, you need that. You need that to decompress, to reboot, to start your day all over again. People don't get that. And that's the sad thing. Damn. So hmm. <laughs> we've covered a lot today. You hit you hit me with a brick. <laughs> we, I mean, yeah, because I be feeling that shit. Like, and some stuff for me, even in a conversation with you, is like self realization. Like, I feel like I already know what I want. When I got it all figured out, and this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm not motherfucking doing, and that's just that on that period. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you're a real grown person, you know I'm a real grown ass woman over here. Sometimes you have to admit, maybe, maybe I need to do a little better about this. Maybe I need to talk a little better about this. But the people that I trust and I feel comfortable with, I have no problem with communicating with them. It's just me opening myself up to a new motherfucker. But I think that's how you end up being in situationships, sort of emotional entanglements with people. Mm. I think I'm in an emotional entanglement like a person like at one time it was just he was my person I was his person and then shit happened and then yeah I don't want to talk about this shit right now but yeah <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know maybe maybe that's what it is maybe I need to try to open myself up to new pay, new people or go into it like you said openly trusting but I just mm, I'm too old mm-hmm. to change my ways I'm like an old dog I'm stuck in my goddamn ways and this is what works and I feel like the motherfuckers that matter gonna put in enough work mm-hmm. they gonna put in enough work you you gonna have to work for this baby look well even with that some people don't know how much work they have to put in if they never get or never given the job description well sometimes if you but that's the thing I feel like you're not for me if I have to give you the description because a mm. real old school man know what it takes to court a woman and to get mm-hmm, a woman mm-hmm. and to keep a woman so if you don't know how to court me and how to go after me and to seek me because a man is supposed to seek a woman that's what the bible says mm-hmm. the woman ain't supposed to be out here seeking me and they do now now if you want to be out here seeking a man and doing all that extra shit that's on you girl go right on ahead but as far as me and my house 
And when I say that I raised my daughters the same way, you should be seeked and found. You shouldn't be out there finding mm-hmm. the motherfucking thing. <laughs> that's just not I'm the way, it. that's not the way the world is. And even like my cousin that I speak on in Houston, like even the men in my family, we were raised that way. So the men in my family, they good men. Like they know what they fucking role is. They know that they the head of the household. They know that they the chief and motherfucker fall in line. They also respect a woman enough to know that I'm the king, but you're my queen. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you're my real. I need your support and I need you to step the fuck up and do that so I can do what I need to do. Not only as a man, but a mm. black man. A black man struggle is a whole new different thing. True. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's just move on. So I'm going to go ahead and close out this conversation. But I do want to hear from Dr. Vernon T. Scott. And see, what do you feel like on the subject of trust? Because we've covered a lot of shit in this conversation. A lot. I feel I feel like we've covered a lot. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. We covered a lot. We covered a lot. I'm not going to lie. Is there anything that you want to leave the CDC fam with in closing? Uh, I'll say in closing, make sure that when it comes to trust, make sure that you're uh, willing to provide a space to receive and provide trust to another person, to be able to give some type of vulnerability, communicate, listen, hear the other person, and also just be willing to accept when things are not going to improve or or accept the things that are going to improve uh, when so you what, do have what those What happens when they don't improve? Because me, I'm the fuck out. I put a line. Uh, do you feel like a, <laughs> do you feel like it's a time limit on it though? Um, the time only time limit um that is based in trust is the one that you provide. If you want to, if you want to give somebody three months to prove to prove themselves worthy of you spending your time with them, give them that three months. And that means if you're going to give them that, make sure that is what you're specializing. If uh, if it's a day then make it a day. If it's a year, make it a year. Just make sure you be consistent on how you provide that. Yeah, it's going to take me months to even fucking really talk to you. So I'm not that person. I can't do that day or that two day like motherfuckers be like, I knew the first (laughs) time we met. I can I can know from our first conversation whether I will c- allow you to continue conversation with me mm-hmm. or whether I'm going to continue to fool with you. Like, I feel like, oh, that's a good person. I want to get to know them more. But as far as that, uh, that's about the end of it for me. Yes, <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> so tell them, tell them because I'm going to do my closing. First off, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out your day for being a guest on my show. Yes. Tell them where to find you because they definitely, y'all need to tune in, especially if you're a sexual person. Y'all need to fucking tune in. <laughs> Tell them where to find you at. All righty. Well, again, thank you so much for having me here, Mill. I really do appreciate it. Um, you all, you can uh, find me at the Holiloquy Podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Uh, in terms of social media, uh, it is on IG. Twitter uh, is your fave host, uh, host spell H E A U X S T. Um, you can also find the Holiloquy podcast on Twitter at Holiloquy. Uh, Holiloquy is spelled H E A U X L I L O Q uh, O Q U Y. Uh, I don't know why that was so hard for me. That's because you're uh, using all them big doctor damn words. <laughs> 
Um, so you can find me there. The website is www.holiloquy.com. Uh, if you want to reach out for, uh, to me in terms of coaching, just find me at Slater's Playhouse. Um, I love that fucking name. <laughs> I told you that though. I did tell you. And guys, when I when this podcast posts, you will be able to find his links before. Um, they will be in the descriptions of the podcast, so you can always click on his links but i just like them to tell you because some people mm-hmm. when they're listening they just go straight to find the person <laughs> so, but i'm definitely dropping his links and for those of you guys that follow me on ig and on facebook i'm definitely going to tag him Ooh, in yes. the post. and i'll let you guys know when it up and if we lucky well if y'all lucky y'all probably get an after show talk because our fucking energy is ridiculous <laughs> yes <laughs> are you oh. uh, so what else are you finished i'm sorry oh no the um the last thing is uh just for those people who might not be open to coaching or therapy at this moment and they just want something to read i was just gonna say get that book whole lot of fat shit going on the book is called the essential guide on how to be a hoe is found on amazon only at this moment but uh it's available in ebook uh, print i recommend getting the printed version because there's a bonus uh, material at the end of that book um and yeah just look at that read that hey, and somebody you shake my ass like a that shit hey, amen <laughs> oh okay then okay then i'm excited guys he was he blessed me with a book and even though i ain't really on no that shit because i was on that shit i like shit like that it like is. i like to read shit like that because i be like mm okay then see i flip that shit i'd be like i want to try that with my nigga like i be trying to always elevate <laughs> shit like i'm that person if i trust you like we trying some new shit like mm-hmm. yeah so that's just what it is Vernon. thank you so much so much cdc fam y'all go over there and show my boy some love if y'all know y'all thought shit or y'all just like me y'all want to know about that thought shit and what the fuck they doing and just read about that and exploring and learning and doing shit Go over there and get that book. Grab it off of Amazon. And um, I'm going to tag him and I'm going to link his stuff. So, yeah, he's fucking awesome. Oh, thank so, you. To close out the topic um, of trust. So today we discussed that. You like how I get all political at the end and shit. <laughs> right. Close out the topic. <laughs> we talked about we are not there yet. Meaning, no, I don't trust you. We're not there. What do I need to do to get there? The impact of the lack of trust is what we talked about today so as people understand that trust takes time to build if you are in a partnership or a friendship or relationships make sure in order to build trust it starts by being consistent making good promises and following through on your promises and your commitments and then once you're able to do that you will have lower expectations of disappointment in a relationship and it will start building your trust. Again, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, it's all, it, they all require trust. So you need to make sure that you're giving it. And as Dr. Vernon T said, you're, you're giving it and you're open. You can't be open to receive it if you're not giving it. So that was my lesson out of the whole fucking thing. A lot of shit I got, but that was the biggest one. I need, he, he checked my ass on that. But now I'm going to leave y'all with something that my mother taught me, Diana T. Ivory. (laughs) Remember that, especially when it comes to trust, 
It does not matter what a person say to you. And to flip it, it does not matter what you say to a person. If your actions are not aligned with your words, you will begin to learn that they are not trustworthy. You are not trustworthy. So in the words of Diana T. Ivory, actions will always speak louder than words. So don't talk about it if you're not going to be about it. CDC fam, till next time. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations podcast, a place where no topic is off limits, no filters will be applied, and no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show, but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.